0: Welcome to the Dorky Diva Show. I'm your host, Savannah.
1: And I'm Brian.
0: And if you live on planet Earth, you probably know by now that the Clone Wars is back. And it feels surreal to even say that. Um, It's weird. But before we get into all of that, let's do a quick catch up because it's been a while since we chatted. It's been a while since we sat down at the mic. Um, Brian, how are you?
1: I'm well. I'm very well. I've what have been, you been doing lately? Oh, you know, just killing it over at the interesting podcast arena, hopefully. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> wow,
0: <laughs> trying to, okay. You
1: know, confidence goes down as I talk. Uh but yeah, been good. Uh, uh, been good. Settled down in life. Well you
0: talked to <laughs> you talked to Steele Saunders recently on the show. I just listened to that one yesterday.
1: I did. Steele is awesome. Yeah, really, really funny, dude. We talked about how, because uh, he's a stand up comedian in real life. And uh, hearing how, like, Melbourne, Australia kind of cultivated that was really cool. And the fact that he's interviewed Harrison Ford and Ben Mendelsohn. I yeah, mean, he to talked to Harrison
0: Ford, and Harrison gave him marriage advice.
1: He did. He did. Like, it was good what? advice. Yeah, he laughed at his shirt. Ugh. It's a good video.
0: What a dream. Yeah, what a can, dream. Can you
1: imagine? Can you imagine? Man. And then to yeah, watch, so like, you're killing it. I'm trying trying.
0: killing <laughs> it over there.
1: Yeah, Charmaine Chan was another recent guest. Mm-hmm. She's an animator at ILM, uh, who's awesome. So check those out. And just uh, just been yeah. up to that. Trying to succeed over there, if you will.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been so busy over the last few weeks eating and <laughs> visiting with people. So the week of Comic-Con, like literally the first day of Comic-Con, I had my in-laws fly into town and they were staying for a week, which is why we haven't talked about the Clone Wars returning until like today because I had family over and I didn't have time to sit down and scream about Clone Wars. (laughs) And then this past weekend, um, one of my friends flew out. We went to Portland for the weekend and I gained so much weight because all we did was eat. Yeah. Um, But now I'm home and I'm fat and we can talk about Star Wars now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you had to gain some I ate sort of so weight. many
0: donuts. <laughs> <laughs> I ate so many donuts and I ate, I just ate so much food.
1: What was your favorite donut?
0: I got a guava pina colada donut what? at Voodoo Donuts. And it was like this delicious regular donut and it had guava filling. And then on the top, it was like this coconut frosting with, coconut shavings on top and i'm pretty sure i gained like three pounds from that donut alone worth it it was so worth it but uh we have so much to talk about today because after comic con i think star wars fans were just losing their minds out of excitement because on thursday they had the clone wars panel which we previously discussed in our last episode and i was convinced that they were not going to you know, debut anything. I was like, no way. They're not going to do that because that costs money. And like, Mm -hmm. they're not going to make Clone Wars again because Disney, you know, is all about the money and they're just, you know, they've got other projects down the pipeline. And literally the next day I texted Brian and I was like, nope, I got a vibe now. I got a vibe. I have a feeling. I have a, there's a disturbance in the force. And he was like, cool and i was like no 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 you don't understand like i have a vibe and he was like yeah no i can't i can't get excited about this stuff because if i get too excited then it's a major letdown if it doesn't come true and i was like i'll throw up no i have a vibe right now <laughs> so literally i think it was for like a week i think it was a week until uh san diego comic con happened mm-hmm. I just kept telling you, no, Brian, something's happening, and and I would text him like these like cryptic tweets from the Clone Wars cast and you know the different people that worked on the show, and I was just like, something (laughs) is brewing. I can feel it in my soul. What does it mean? The
1: trailer guys (laughs) tweeting.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the trailer guy. (laughs) I uh, I got in a group chat with Charlotte and Caitlin from Sky Talkers, and I was like, guys, Hmm. is it just me or like. Do you have a vibe too? And they were like, oh, we have the vibe. And so we were on this hype train for like a week. (laughs) And I kept telling Brian, I was like, no, no, they think it too. Like, it's not just me. So anyways, um, needless to say, on Thursday during the panel, I was obviously not at Comic Con. I was sitting at home on my computer with both of my monitors up with Twitter on each monitor, like different tabs of Twitter from people that were live tweeting the panel, and I believe it was Brian Young was like posting most of the fastest live tweets. Mm-hmm. And every time something else was posted, Charlotte and Caitlin and I would text each other and we would be like, Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, okay. They're talking in past tense. This is not good. This is this is not good. <laughs> and then and then Caitlin goes, No, I'm losing, I'm losing faith. I don't think they're going to announce anything. And I said, Caitlin, don't lose faith. (laughs) The vibe. The vibe. vibe. (laughs) And then it was like five minutes left in the panel. And Charlotte was like, oh, my God, there's only five minutes left. I said, there's five minutes left. There's five minutes. They can do something. And Caitlin's like, no, they're not going to do it. We just (laughs) got all hyped up for nothing. I'm telling you, I needed a Xanax. I wish I had Xanax that day because I was so (laughs) stressed out. And then finally, um, Brian Young tweeted just in all caps, Clone Wars is back. And I cried and I screamed and I was shaking. Didn't even know what it meant because I didn't even know there was a trailer out. Um, But I was like, the vibe pulled through. (laughs) Um, And then the entire rest of that day, like literally right after the trailer came out, uh, my in-laws got here and I had to play it super cool because They don't understand Star Wars fandom at all. Like, my fiance is very much a Star Wars fan, but they don't get it. And so, when he got home from picking them up from the airport, I was like, Sean, Converse is back. And he was like, What? And I was like, Let's put the trailer on the TV. (laughs) (laughs) And we were like so excited. Um, But then I had to play it super cool the rest of the day so that his mom didn't think I was like a psychopath. Um,
1: Control, you know, well done.
0: So, yeah, anyways, that was my experience. What was yours, Brian?
1: Well, I was asleep when it happened. So I woke <laughs> up worst. to like a ton of texts from you. <laughs> and I was, like, I was like, oh boy, something happened. But I, like, <sighs> I had, but I had to like go somewhere really quick. So I didn't have time to figure out what it was. Oh. So I was just, I was driving and then I got a text and I looked really quick and you were like, Clone Wars is back and you had a link to the trailer. And I was like, I, so I called you and I was like, what does it mean? I can't watch it right now. You're like, I'm with family. I was like, all right, I guess I'll figure it out soon enough. And then, yeah, I, like, I felt so
0: bad because I didn't even see your call until like a couple minutes later, and I was like, I can't call you right now. Yep,
1: yeah, I was like, I can't watch it while I'm driving, so I actually pulled over and I was like, What is what is going on?
0: What? Oh my gosh! Wow!
1: And I just that my my oh whole my thing gosh. was like, I I never even thought this was an option, so I didn't even have yeah. like the super crazy like build up of excitement because I didn't get excited beforehand, as you mentioned. Because you didn't have the vibe. Because I will throw up. I get so hyped, <laughs> like I. Can't I almost control threw it. up,
0: Brian. <laughs> I
1: would. There, I we've talked about it like a million times. That Obi Wan video. Like I think about that a lot, because years ago yeah. with a rumor, I was like borderline asthma <laughs> attack. I was like, oh my god, oh my. God. There's gonna be an Obi Wan movie. I'm like yelling at my neighbor. <laughs> like I, I'm that guy, <laughs> and so I have to pick my battles of when I'm going to go through the roof excited. So I was like, well, wait. If there's gonna if Clone Wars is back, awesome. I don't know if that's an option, so I'm not even going to think about it. And then when it happened, I was like, wow, okay. Uh, This is great. Didn't expect this at all. So it was more like shock for me than anything.
0: Yeah. Uh, but I yeah. almost threw up the week prior to Comic-Con because I was thinking about it so much. Like, I, I don't think I slept for like three days, See? guys, because I was thinking about this. That's what this. I'm saying. But it's okay because it was worth it. Yeah. Because I had the vibe. <laughs>
1: the vibe. The beware the
0: vibe. So here's the deal. Next time, Brian, if I tell you I have a vibe, you should just <laughs> listen to me because they're they're very much a real thing. I believe Like it. I think I have midichlorian. I think my midichlorian count is higher than yours. I've
1: always said that, um, but now we know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pretty sure it is because I had a feeling. You did have a feeling. Um. Yeah, anyways, that was just like the best news ever. It was, um, it was. So, more details on this news. So, The Clone Wars is returning late next year and it's coming direct to Disney's um, like streaming platform. Mm-hmm. So, probably late 2019, probably fall, I'm assuming. Um, and right now, they've just specified that there will be 12 episodes. Mm-hmm. They haven't said if they will be 22 minutes still. They haven't said if maybe they'll be longer. Sure. They haven't mentioned any other details about the length of these. And they also didn't specify if this was the final season. They just said Clone Wars is back. And they didn't say, oh, Clone Wars is back for its final season. I don't think that was ever specified. Um, I don't
1: think openly, so... now. It did say uh, War Left Unfinished until now. Mm-hmm. That could mean it's going to be finished now. Yeah. But that doesn't specify that it's going to I be don't... the 12 that's going to finish it off.
0: Right. I don't think they can continue this for too much longer because, hello, Revenge of the Sith happens. Yeah. Um. But who knows? Like, Maybe, I don't know, maybe 12 episodes isn't all we're getting i think that would be cool possible uh if we got more but yeah i'm just excited to get anything if he wanted to give us a five minute episode and that was it i'd still be over the moon i'd be like oh my gosh five whole minutes (laughs) like (laughs) um (laughs) so i just i'm so thrilled about this and i'm really interested to find out what story arcs they actually do because We've seen unfinished episodes for The Bad Batch, uh, the Udepal arc, mm-hmm. and I'm interested to know if they're going to release those finished or if we're just going to kind of breeze past that because we know what happens. Personally, I would like to breeze past it and move on to something new just because I feel like I've seen sure. those. It would be neat to see them finished, of course, but also like 12 episodes isn't a ton. Right. And I just... Want to get as much new content as possible. That's fair. Um, what do you? How do you feel about that? Like, do you want to see the Bad Batch again? I
1: feel I'm like of two minds about it because at one side, I definitely would like to see fully rendered episodes of it. But at the same time, mm-hmm. I agree with you. If we've only got twelve episodes left, I would like to see new things I don't know about than just prettier versions of things I've already seen. Um, I, I want to
0: see Cad Bane. Return. Yeah,
1: Cad Bane and Boba Fett's duel was a thing you know so that would be cool um i remember ashley talking about how there was like an entire arc where she had a boyfriend you know ahsoka yes yeah his name was you think we're gonna get those do you think that'll take up
0: i don't know you know it's uh and they released they released unfinished footage for that episode at celebration london like quite a few i think it was Maybe five minutes long. I think I
1: remember that. They were like fighting in a garage or something.
0: Yeah. She was like working in a yeah. workshop, like speeder bike garage thing. And then she got mm-hmm. in a fight, I think with someone. Um,
1: yeah. So I don't know if we're going to get just that. Like if they literally mean uh, like a war left unfinished until now, it's like, oh, we're going to finish rendering the episodes that we didn't get to put out before the cancellation. Yeah. Although and that'd at the be end of the day, like, oh, man.
0: if that's what they do, I don't think I'm going to be upset like
1: sure i i won't be upset about anything that they do really
0: i think for like five (laughs) seconds i might be like oh that's kind of a bummer but then five seconds after that i'll be like oh my gosh this is the best thing we've ever gotten (laughs) because (laughs) i just want more clone wars no matter what it is
1: i agree i would very much like to see the siege of mandalore like everybody else uh especially after having read the ahsoka book because I've always said like the thing I want the most out of like on-screen Star Wars is things that we've heard about but haven't seen before. Yeah. That's like my big cuz I'm uh, lore first for me personally. I love the story and uh we heard about the Siege of Mandalore in the Ahsoka book. So like how cool would it be if we got to actually see it? I'm pretty sure you know? we're going to
0: see that. I think, I think that's going so to be the pinnacle we saw the clone of this new. You know? Yeah. I think the I think the Siege of Mandalore is going to be the pinnacle of this new batch of episodes like that's i think it's just gonna lead up to that in my opinion sure Um, that would make sense but my heart was like completely ripped out when the trailer played and ahsoka was like master it's been a while i was like ah yeah
1: (laughs) what does it mean how long has it been so
0: good too like anakin looks so cool obi-wan looks so cool that trailer was so brief, and they really focused on the whole helmet situation for most of the trailer. But at the it. end, when we saw um, Anakin and Obi Wan and Ahsoka, and even Bo Katan and Rex, I was just like, "Oh my gosh, this mm-hmm. is real."
1: Agreed. What? Are, so what? What do you want? Like, what is your wish list for well, this? Well,
0: so this isn't at the top of my list, but this is something that I saw. I think. I believe it was my friend Sarah on Twitter tweeted that it would be really amazing to have a moment in one of the new episodes where Padme realizes that she's pregnant. And I was just like, oh, that'd be really mm-hmm. cool because I really struggle. Obviously, if you listen to Prequel Defense that's for us. <laughs> I really struggle with Padme's character. And I, I always want to mm-hmm. see more Padme though because I want more reason to like learn to love her character. Um, mm-hmm. And I think if they showed that, it would just add like another element of her story and kind of fill in a moment that we haven't seen. So I think that'd be cool. Ultimately. Go ahead.
1: Do you mean like in the sense of like, Oh, I don't feel very well. So she goes to the hospital and they're like, guess what? You knocked up. Or like Leia was in bloodline. Cause Leia's force sensitive, you know? So she like felt the baby and was like, Oh, Like when she found out Kylo was a boy, something like Like that?
0: either one of those, honestly. I I don't really have a a wish as far as how I want them to execute that. But Mm -hmm. since I don't think of Padme often, when I saw Sarah tweet that, (laughs) I was just like, like, I'm not trying to be mean. But like, like because whenever I I hear about Clone Wars coming back, I don't think of Padme coming back. I think of Cad Bane, Ahsoka, like those types of characters, all the clones. But obviously Padme is in the story. And when she mentioned that, I was like, oh, that would be really cool leading up to revenge of the sith because i always look at clone wars as such a rich library of information that makes revenge of the sith so much better like Mm -hmm. and and i think that would be something neat to see so it's not at the top of my list i just thought it was a really neat idea and i was like yeah i'll retweet that um (laughs) so (laughs) but at the very top of my list it would be uh, anything with Cad Bane because I watched the entire four seasons of Rebels praying and dreaming and wishing and <laughs> hoping that maybe he would come back in that show and he never did and I was crushed and then the show ended and now I'm like oh this is the chance like this is when it could happen True. so um that is the ultimate top of my list because like I've mentioned before Cad Bane is the reason why I am a Star Wars fan it's the reason why I have a podcast like this today like he is the reason right. his character is the reason why i am who i am today because without his character i honestly don't know if i would have been sucked into clone wars the way i was um i think i mm-hmm. would have just stopped watching it altogether. and who knows Ow. what i would be like now if clone wars hadn't been in my life at that time so anyways you,
1: you wouldn't be my co-host to tell you that right I now would,
0: yeah i wouldn't even have this i would replace you show. in a second Oh, okay. That's awesome. Um, We're accepting applications now. (laughs) No. (laughs) The Dorky Dude Show starts next. (laughs) Oh, my God. It'll be just all guys. There won't even be a female list. No, it's
1: it's going to still be me, but it's going to be all girls. And we'll just call it the Dorky Dude (laughs) Show. It's the flip side.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. We have fun here. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Now that I know you Cad Bane. want to So you me, think, no, right? you th- <laughs> I didn't say I wanted to, you forced my hand. Okay. Uh, I've seen the applications like for that. my replacements. Anyway. Uh, so Cad Bane, you, you think he survived his duel with Boba
0: Fett? Of course he did. Is Of freaking course he did. Yes. <laughs> Boba Fett has nothing on Cad Bane. Let me say that right now. And I'll fight anyone that wants to argue with me. I will literally fight you. Um, I found the hot
1: button guys. <laughs>
0: Yeah. (laughs) My eyes are red right now. (laughs) Cad Bane is the greatest bounty hunter of all time. A hundred times better than uh, Boba
1: Fett. 100% agreed.
0: Conversation over.
1: (laughs) In. Stamp. Get the Boba Fett out of here.
0: (laughs) Um, Okay. So obviously I want Cad Bane back. What do you want to see in these new episodes?
1: I want to see more weird force stuff. Because Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed Yoda's missions and just the whole like, oh, we're going to like a nexus in the galaxy for the force. And like, Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously Qui-Gon's there, but that's just a fun surprise. Uh, But I want to see stuff like that, like more delved into the force, see some weird cave stuff. Like I want to see Yoda learn because that was a really big thing I enjoyed about the lost missions was Yoda's 900 years old. He's seen mm-hmm. a lot of stuff in his life. So for him to be surprised and still learning as opposed to teaching something he already knows is a big deal for his character. if You ask me and to see Yoda be like, I don't know where this is going, but I'm following the lights. And I'm like, yes, this is awesome. There's still more to learn about the force even after 900 years. You know, I mean, I know he dies. At I think
0: that stuff He's is really to interesting too. Like. Uh, yeah. The the Yoda arc and like the Mortis arc aren't technically my favorite yeah. arcs in the Clone Wars, but they're so interesting and they do add a lot to the Star Wars lore. So I would, yep. I would really like to see that too. That's what I want,
1: With um, that more Jedi stuff, obviously. I like Jedi, obviously. <clears throat> um, obviously.
0: did you did you watch the recording of the panel from Comic Con? I did not. Ah. <gasps> oh! What?
1: I know. I know. Oh guys, been,
0: okay. Now we are busy. accepting applications. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not if I accept them first.
0: <laughs> I think I watched that video probably six times. And that was a long panel. I think it was like an hour long panel.
1: <laughs> yeah. Were there
0: any good recordings? Because um, I don't want to watch
1: like a cell phone video from the back.
0: Steel did one that was, um, you know, it is a cell phone recording, but all I really wanted was the audio um, cause hello, I know oh, what these okay. people look like. And then people Fair. posted so many photos of the concept art that was shared that I just wanted to hear the audio and still had a great recording. So sweet, I would go I would have
1: check to look that into out. It then. But
0: it was so interesting because during the panel, they kind of just breezed through the whole thing. And. Dave was just like, yeah, and then we had this arc and here's some concept art. And then we had this arc and here's some concept art. And Ashley and Matt didn't really talk a ton. I know Matt said a few words about some of the other voice actors that they worked with. And Ashley just said a very short thing about how she stole some of Dave Filoni's concept art after their recording sessions. Yeah. And Dave didn't know that. So that was kind of funny. But it, it was just so awesome after they put out the trailer and everyone realized that the Clone Wars was coming back. Ashley was like sobbing on stage. Dave (laughs) was just so grateful. He like, you know, picked up his hat and was like telling the fans like, thank you for your dedication. And he showed some really cool um, photos of different cosplayers that have been cosplaying the Clone Wars for years and years and years. And Mm
1: -hmm. it was
0: just, oh, it was so cool because the Clone Wars is like the most important thing to me in the realm of Star Wars since that's how I became sure. a fan. And it's just so neat. Like 10 years later, it still means even more to people and it hasn't faded away at all. Like it's just, it's so special. Oh, yeah, It
1: is Star Wars. It is Star Wars. That's another big thing that I hadn't realized before now was, uh, James Arnold Taylor is Obi-Wan to a lot yeah. of people. Yeah. And I never thought about that. It's crazy.
0: He's Obi-Wan to me. Like when I think of Obi-Wan, I think of him. Because really? I've met him before. Yeah, because it's different too because I've never met big stars from the prequels. But like I've met James on multiple accounts. I've met Matt on multiple accounts. I've worked for Ashley Eckstein. Like it
1: sure. Flip it bragging. makes it
0: so much more real when I have personal connections to those people and when you can contact them online. Like you could tweet James Arnold Taylor and he'll He'll probably reply back to you. You can't do that with Ewan McGregor. You know, like, right. you're probably not going to hear True. back from him. So, to me, Challenge when I think accepted. of <laughs> every day, Brian's going to be tweeting yeah. Ewan.
1: That's right. I need Don't to prove a point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I need to win a bet. Um, Don't
1: threaten me with a good time. <laughs>
0: but, but yeah, like, when I think of those characters, I think of the Clone Wars voice actors because they have played a pretty big role in my life um
1: that makes sense so yeah
0: yeah they're just super special to me i i wish there was a better way to sum up what the clone wars means to me but honestly i cannot put it into words and the fact that the show is coming back means more than the world to me it's i don't even know how to describe it but it's a huge deal
1: Yeah, of course. It's also something that we never even thought was a possibility. Like, that's...
0: Ever. Huge. I remember... I'm not even kidding you. I remember the day it was announced that Clone Wars was being canceled. And this was right before I started going to community college. So I dual enrolled uh in high school and my last two years of high school I also went to college and it was just a really hard time for me because I had been homeschooled for so many years and now I was going back to like a public school environment and I was scared and like I didn't know if I would make friends. And when it was announced that the Clone Wars was being canceled, I, I literally laid on my bed and I think I called my best friend Grace and I was like, what are we gonna do? Like this is this was our hope like this is this show got me through so many years like my teenage years uh and I looked up to those characters like Ahsoka was a role model to me um you know once she grew up and Satine was really a role model for me and then once that show was over and I was about to step into this huge new part of my life I was just like what am I gonna do and it's so silly that I thought that looking back at it now but at that time it was such a big deal for me um and i'm just like wow savannah you were pathetic but like (laughs) back then it was a big deal so i don't know i just think it's amazing that it's coming back because i remember how heartbroken i was that it was ending and like i don't know it was like losing a friend
1: sure i mean it's a massive deal it was on for a lot of years it meant a lot to you it all makes sense i see nothing pathetic here Mm -mm -mm. nope
0: yeah so Anyway, but it's back
1: now. This... Woo! I'm
0: so excited. And it's like, what does this mean for pretty much anything else Star Wars related? Like, there hasn't it's been
1: everything.
0: Yeah, like, it, it. Clone Wars is the biggest thing that's gotten canceled. You know, I think. 1313 was a big blow for me when they announced that that wasn't happening either. But Clone Wars is obviously the number one because it had been in production for so many years.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: what if there is a chance one day where they end up making 1313 or like
1: oh, for anything sure.
0: else they had up their sleeves? Not like anything else was exciting. I think Detours was probably one of the most boring sounding projects ever. Okay, but first 1313 off, sounded awesome. hateful. <laughs> that
1: was very hateful of you. I was looking forward to detours. I think i was okay, the only I'm person, sorry. probably. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. How dare you attack the thing so I love? Sorry. To Twitter I'm so I go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Oh uh, uh, my goodness. We're Boy, we're I in got a great. Boycott
0: the dorky diva show. Oh,
1: I already have. I started the hashtag. <laughs> I'm coming clean months out. ago. Months ago. I just have it muted. It was me. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> we're in like a great. Uh. The, yeah, another thing that I really loved about this whole announcement thing is like. Do you remember the last two years, a lot of people being like, Disney hates the prequels and yes. you can tell by all these things. I was like, uh, yeah. mm, you know, nope. this has been a development <laughs> for a while, you dum-dums. Yeah. And well,
0: and like with Maul exciting. being in Solo, that was my very first yeah. reaction was like, whoa, prequel reference. Like they do care, you know? Oh yeah. I, um, couldn't,
1: I couldn't believe that.
0: <laughs> and the rest of the stuff we're talking about in today's show is literally all about the prequels. So that's oh, pretty oh, I amazing. I know. Say wow. good. Do we want to get into that? Are you ready for that?
1: Oh, I'm. I am. I am ready. Yes.
0: I know you're ready. Okay. Absolutely. So yeah. we're gonna we're gonna move on from the Clone Wars because I can only repeat myself so many times when I say that I'm excited for this. <laughs> but we're excited for this, and anytime Very more excited. news is released about it, we're gonna be talking about it because this is like 100%. such a big highlight right now for Star Wars. It is. Um, but it's huge. moving on, two books were announced at. Well, a lot of books were announced, but two of the biggest, most exciting books, I think, were announced at San Diego Comic-Con. And I'm just going to let Brian talk about the first one here because I put in our show notes the title of the book, and then I I just put in parentheses, insert Brian's rant here (laughs) because I didn't know what to say about it because I knew this would mean more to him than it means to me. So just take it away, Brian.
1: Thank you, Savannah. What is a dream? (laughs) So... A book was announced. It's as if Disney, Lucasfilm, The Powers That Be went into my brain, or more specifically, my tweets, and was like, what does Brian want the most in the world right now? And uh, anyone that follows me on Twitter, first off, I apologize. Secondly, last week, or no, actually, we're doing this. Oh, The week before Comic-Con, somebody asked, "Like, oh, what is your dream book? And I said, well, thank you for asking, Twitter user. Uh, I would love a book about Qui Gon and Obi Wan, written by Claudia Gray. There's proof of it on the internet somewhere that people oh can gosh, use against Oh my gosh! I didn't know you even past. tweeted that. I did. That's why I freaked out when this announcement was made because I was like, "Oh my! Is it what? What? What?" Because I love Claudia Gray. She's my favorite author and knew the canon. You were just She's like, "Am I actually person.
0: dreaming right now?"
1: I was. I was like, "They heard me!" Ah! And I was just running around screaming, talking, <laughs> talking about the hype level from before. I reached mm-hmm. peak hype, okay? So just running around my Did house. Did you throw up? I, luckily, Noah was too busy screaming um, and retweeting and liking and just touching my phone. And uh, I'm very, very excited because this is a book that Claudia Gray, I think maybe a year or two ago, somebody asked her, they're like, what would you like to write a book about? And she said she wanted to write a book about Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon when they were on the run for that year with Satine. And I was like, that is my dream book now, and I want her to write it because she wants to write it. And she's an amazing author, and I'm so excited, but it'll probably never happen, so I put it in the back of my brain. And then a week before Comic-Con, somebody asked, I answered, and Disney answered in a very real way. And I'm super excited because
0: wow that was very high
1: pitched it hurt but it was worth it Uh, (laughs) I have no idea what it's about outside of Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan I hope it's a teen I don't even care if it isn't because the Jedi Apprentice books are like some of my favorite stuff ever and it's Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan again like what's gonna happen I'm so excited it's called Master and Apprentice by the way it is which gives us no info at all as to the plot. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I hope it has Satine in it too, because I love Satine. Like, I literally just mentioned her, uh, and I would love to know more about her and
1: mm-hmm. her
0: relationship with Obi Wan. Like, I ship them so hard. <laughs> Next to Han and Leia, they're probably my second favorite couple in all of Star Wars. Tragic. Like,
1: Tragic. Yeah. I agree. So, I, I agree. Don't even, I don't awesome. even want
0: to talk about that part of it, but. Um, I love them. They're great, and I want to know more about them. And but, I love Claudia Gray.
1: She's amazing. God, guys, Claudia listens so to the show, funny. of course. So, hi, Claudia. We love you. I miss you. Come back and make sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's gonna be great. I'm really, really excited. Uh, like, was
0: there a release date uh, announced for this one?
1: Uh, next year. There, I, I believe it's like
0: around celebration next year. Yeah, I think so too. I think I read something about that. So, I couldn't um, hear it
1: over my screaming.
0: Well, so, if it is around celebration, like what if it comes out at celebration, you'll have lots of things to do while you're waiting in line because you can just read the book. And I shall. And you'll cry in public, and we will all watch you.
1: No stranger to that. I'm afar. I am secure <laughs> in my masculinity, guys. I, I'm. I'm not oh, afraid to goodness. feel when I'm in the blanket of Star Wars. Oh, I'm yeah. not ready. It's gonna be great
0: so there was also another announcement about a book yeah there was this one this one's gonna be written by ek johnston who also wrote the ahsoka novel mm-hmm. we love her she's like one of the most kind amazing people in the universe she is she's funny and the book that she's writing is called queen's shadow and it's all about padme Woo whoa so okay guys remember i just mentioned not the biggest (laughs) padme fan but guess what i'm totally gonna read this book because i want to like padme and i want to know more about her and i like reading about her
1: yeah um
0: so the little synopsis uh that starwars.com released just says set after the events of star wars the phantom menace this young adult novel follows the former queen's transition to senator as she navigates the treacherous world of politics with the help of her loyal handmaidens And holy crap, I can't even tell you how many times I've seen women on Twitter beg for some sort of handmaiden story. Oh, yeah. Because, hello, they're awesome, and we don't really know enough about them. True. So, so many dreams just came true at Comic-Con, and Star Wars really nailed it. Like, Lucasfilm, A+. I want to buy you all a piece of cake because you deserve cake. Agreed. And lots of money. But I don't have lots of money, so we're just going to settle for cake. That's right. (laughs) Um, Answer my letters. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Just so exciting that they're doing stuff like this for, um, I don't want to say a small facet of fandom, because I think a lot of people love Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan and Padme, but- yes they just haven't done enough for these characters in a long time and there's been so much focus on the post return of the jedi Mm -hmm. era because of the force awakens and the new movies and all that i totally get it but i miss going back to this prequel era time oh yeah and you know i don't want to toot my own horn or anything because obviously they've had this stuff in the works for months years whatever but you know prequel defense force is uh yeah it is kind of a hot topic right now because of this so uh i mean yeah. we don't want
1: to brag but yeah you know we don't want to <laughs> you might have seen our seen shirts our
0: <laughs> you may have sh- seen our prequel defense shirts, but it, it's such an exciting movement um that people are hyped about the prequels again because there's so many people that love them and everyone just wants to focus on the negative and now that like You know, we did a couple episodes on how much we love the prequels, and we still have another episode to record. And I've noticed a lot more people online are way more positive about the prequels. Um, It's just exciting. And then these announcements really reinforce that and give those fans more content to consume. I just... I'm so happy.
1: Me So too. happy. I was talking to Ryan Donahoe from the Force cast, and he was saying that mm-hmm. uh, we're old enough, the prequel fans that were kids at the time the prequels came out, we're old enough to buy things now. Yep. And that's a and really And that's big how deal. marketing
0: works. Exactly. Like You want to suck people in when they're kids and then get them to spend their money when they've got jobs.
1: Exactly. And it's like the perfect time because they're in their 20s now you know what I mean? It's like yeah. we're working and we're we like adapt. give us a Padme book we will buy it and I'm exactly. so excited about it cuz I yeah I love Padme a lot a I lot know you do. so so <laughs> I'm very excited for this book um I doubt the Farties are going to be in it so that's cool uh I'm into it
0: <sighs> I really want the Farties to be in like it the funny. Farties <laughs> <laughs> I hope some people don't have a clue what we're talking about so that this will just be really uncomfortable uh, for people when we say "far." It was
1: uncomfortable for me anyway. So I'm really excited for the Padme book. I think it's going to be great. Um, yeah, like what goes on? It's going to be very political because, you know, I bet there's not a lot of like crazy, mm-hmm. like life-threatening things that will happen to her. I know they try to rewrite the Constitution for Naboo to try and have mm-hmm. her serve a longer term. But then the queen convinced her to stick on his senator. So that'll be cool. And the handmaidens like, yeah, get a little look into their lives. Like, what do they do? How do they become a handmaiden? How many are there? You know? Right. So,
0: yeah. What are you like a ninja, basically? Like, what do you get to do? Yeah,
1: exactly. Some. Because I, mean, I look what, at them as
0: ninjas, honestly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I do as well. Yeah. Like super bodyguards. So. Yeah. yeah it's going to be cool. Um, I
0: decided. think the greatest thing that could come out of this. Book being produced as if Natalie Portman went and bought the book.
1: And, How like, about if they paid her a butt a ton of money it. to do the audiobook? I'm about to. Oh, I know. My I'm gosh. about two minds of it because I would. Ooh, I mean, obviously, that's the whole. I don't grail. think that would happen though. It would never happen. Maybe they could get Kat Tabor to do it. <gasps>
0: you know what though? Oh, that would be good. Start
1: the petitions now. You know what
0: though? <laughs> We didn't think Clone Wars was going to come back, and you didn't think there was going to be a Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan book, but guess what? It's legit, so we're just putting it out there. Listen to us, Disney. Obviously, you're listening to us because we've mentioned all this other stuff, and you're making it happen, so thanks for tuning into our show. Checks in the mail. We love
1: Uh, you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Respond to my emails. Um, Who's going to do the? Because I think about that a lot because I love audiobooks a lot. Um, Yeah. And so when I thought about the Padme book, I was like, Natalie Portman or Kat Tabor. And I'm into that.
0: That would be really great. I love Kat Right? Tabor.
1: I mean, Ashley did the Ahsoka book. She had an Ahsoka book yeah. read to you by Ahsoka. The
0: possibilities yeah. are endless. And I know a lot of fans enjoyed that, so maybe they'll kind of take that and- I liked it a lot. Hopefully approach Kat Tabor. That would be awesome. And you know she'd be down for it. Why would she say no to exactly. that? Exactly. Why would anyone say no to that? I agree. Except for Natalie Portman, because she's got better things to Fair. do. Fair.
1: Because I mean, that's yeah, dumb. Yeah, she's got kids and but that stuff. But we're not going to get into that. God. Eh, whatever. hey that's everyone's got a life that's, 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 yeah <laughs>
0: come on natalie yeah but natalie we love you too Jack. call me
1: back <laughs> <laughs> so i'm excited about the book
0: yeah that's really great i think there were a few more things announced at comic-con as well but these were like mm-hmm. the biggest highlights for us personally um agreed wow it's just it's a lot to digest really it
1: is it's very big um, I'm I'm pumped, man.
0: And and when you think about it, celebration is really not that far away. I know. Don't um,
1: me.
0: You know, we've got a few more months left in this year, and then it's just a few more months until celebration in the new year, and then we're gonna party it up. Yeah. Cause are you
1: are you saying it'll be my B-day. You're officially coming. Is that what I'm hearing?
0: I don't have my flight booked yet, but neither, um, I've pretty but... much made the decision that I'm just gonna yes. go. Yes. Um, still figuring out all the logistics, but, like,
1: Same.
0: yeah, why not? Yeah,
1: that's what I you like know. to hear.
0: I got over my initial, like, poopiness about it, and I think <sighs> I figured out how to do it, like, on a very tight budget, which was cool. what the main problem was. I didn't want to spend a ton of money on this because I've got so many other things going Same. on. But, um, but, yeah, I think I can do it on a tight budget and – Honestly, the only reason why I'm going is just to see all of our listeners because the last time we did a Dorky Diva meetup was at Celebration Orlando, and that was probably the highlight of my life.
1: You guys know how I feel about it. So
0: I love you guys so much, and that's why I want to go.
1: It's very kind of you, our benevolent queen. I'm
0: not crying. Okay. (laughs) Me neither. Yeah. But seriously, that was like the greatest moment, and... I'm, I, I've i never been to a convention at the um, McCormick place, but I'm hoping we can find a really good space to do our meetup that is accommodating for a large group of people because last time I only thought like two people were going to show up and then like was way more than two. 50 people showed yeah. up and we didn't have an actual space for everyone to hang out. True. Um. So... Yeah, I'm hoping as it gets closer, we can, like, firm up a better plan. But TBH, I want to do it on my birthday. Yeah. Because, guys, how great would that be? I'm totally going to wear a party hat. Do ad. it. We're all going to wear party hats. Oh, we'll I am with her. so um, down. I'll bring them.
1: If I start crying, you guys, just, like, yeah. ignore it. It'll pass. It's okay. Yeah.
0: Just cry into a cupcake oh, is fine. Oh, done. You'll notice.
1: That's my favorite thing to cry into. Um, it's like you yeah. know me. Ugh.
0: That's exciting now that I'm- I know. Much Finally. God,
1: I was going to be like by myself wandering around, be like, dorky dude. Don't, don't. I know. Right.
0: My mom kind of pressured me too because <laughs> every celebration that we've gone to, we've gone together. Like she's always been there. Mm-hmm. And um, actually, no, she went to her first one without me. <gasps> uh, the
1: nerve. <laughs>
0: yeah. but uh, But no, she gave me the choice to go, but I didn't want to pay for my ticket. And I was like- I think I was 14, and I was like, "Mm, that's a lot of money for a 14-year-old. So I didn't go. But anyways, ever since then, we've gone to every celebration together, and it's always fun, and I love hanging out with her. And she was like, oh, I'm going to be all by myself. And I'm like, you're going with two of your best friends. Shut up. And then I was like, oh, I kind of feel bad for you, actually. (laughs) So uh, yeah, I am going to go. Sweet. Anyways, but we have one more thing to talk about. It's kind of – it's kinda of sad, but we're gonna to try to talk about this in a positive way. So, um, I think Brian knows more about this than I do, but I'm gonna like try to introduce it and then Brian, you can go with it however you want. But Ahmed Best, who plays Jar Jar Banks in the prequels, mm-hmm. um, he has been very open on Twitter lately about what his role as Jar Jar did to his life afterwards and And how all of the fan backlash affected him. And basically posted something recently about potentially really wanting to do a one-man show. Where he kind of tells his story and talks about these struggles. And just basically shares his story about being Jar Jar and having to deal with all of the negative feedback that he got. Um, And he actually shared in his post that he... I think he attempted suicide or he was considering suicide. Like he was going to jump off a bridge guys. And and I know this is like really dark. So I'm sorry to get this dark, but it's just, it's crazy to me that something as simple as playing a Star Wars character and getting bad feedback could literally push someone to that extreme. And it's understandable. I'm not saying that he's crazy. I'm saying it's very understandable. And it's just so sad that uh, quote fans unquote did that to him and like, mentally messed him up so much and he's still to this day dealing with it. And Phantom Menace is gonna be 20 years old next year and he's still battling with this. Um but anyways, he's been writing this one man show and he posted a video today on Twitter about how hard it's been and how he feels like it's his fault for possibly not portraying Jar Jar the right way and just how he said, you know, for all these years he told people that he grew up in a really rough neighborhood, and people's um, people's opinions didn't mean anything to him. And then he's like, "That was a lie. Like, obviously, people's comments and opinions get to me." And he was talking about how back, you know, in the in the late nineties, early 2000s, someone made a a hate website about how much they hated Jar Jar, and he's like, you know it's easier now to brush off tweets here and there because that takes zero time and effort to put out there and people do that all the time. But back then, like it took work to make a website and like you had to code it and it just took a lot of effort. And for someone to put that much effort into a hate project is just hurtful. So anyways, this is really sad and I don't want to like get to be too much of a downer, but we really wanted to talk about this because we wanted to express our support for Ahmed best and like talk about how much we love him and love Jar Jar and, I've mentioned this before in our episode about the Phantom Menace, like Jar Jar was my favorite character in that movie and I loved him and I still love him. He's never, ever, ever bothered me ever. And even though, you know, some grumpy old guys who didn't care for the prequels might want to hate on him. There's a huge majority of the fans that do love Jar Jar because they grew up with the prequels and those movies mean more to them than sometimes the original trilogy uh, because that's their star Wars. So we just wanted to talk about this and we're really excited about him doing a one man show and we're just gonna support the crap out of him because he deserves I it. I agree. So is there anything else you want to say?
1: Uh oh boy. Like how this do you is... feel
0: when you hear him talking about this? I mean, it just breaks my heart.
1: I want to give him a hug. Yeah. Because I am a massive Ahmed Best fan. Like he got me to watch an episode of Cougar Town. Like, let's play yeah. these guys. And The thing is, I I cannot imagine what he went through because the thing about actors is you put so much of yourself into the role. Sometimes it's really hard to not take it personally. Mm -hmm. You know, like in the video he talks about like he was so excited to be in Star Wars because he was a massive fan growing up. This was Star Wars coming back. He was gonna get a Jar Jar tattoo. Like Mm -hmm. Liam Neeson was telling him, like, dude, you're amazing. Your performance Mm -hmm. is so good, and he was pumping him up all this time. Mm -hmm. And then they're not even fans. Like, I'm going to say. No, they're not. They're just. They're really not. They're They're just just horrible people. Like, here's the thing. What happened to Ahmed Best was like an extreme tragedy because George Lucas was on the precipice of changing technology. They were doing things that had not been done before. Right. Yeah. But because of the massive amount of backlash over this character, everyone thinks when you think of mocap, you think of Andy Serkis. Ahmed Best did it first. You know that with without Jar Jar, there would have been no Smeagol, there would have been no Avatar. That's yeah. just facts, you know. Yeah, and it breaks my heart knowing that there was a person who dealt with all of this stuff. But yeah. on the other side, Ahmed Best is one of the strongest people I've ever seen when it mm-hmm. comes to pretty much anything. Because I remember growing up, uh, I've said this many times on the on the show before, where Star Wars was not a communal thing for me up until this show, pretty much. Um, It was something I always enjoyed by myself because growing up, the people that were around me did not like Jar Jar and I did. And when I learned that there was a person behind there, even as a kid, I was like, oh, there's a guy doing that. That's so cool. And then I would see these people hate on the character, but because I liked it, knowing that there was a person behind it who survived all of this backlash made me feel like I could survive the backlash to a degree, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It's -hmm. like I have a shirt that says haters gonna hate and it's got Jar Jar on it, it's my favorite shirt because for some reason it's so empowering to be like I love this character regardless of everything else and Ahmed survived this, he's so strong that through all of this he keeps on moving and it's so inspiring to somebody who was super bullied growing up for liking a character yeah. to be like, dude, it's okay. And, and the, the way that he came up with the voice, you know, we've talked about before. And he In put the so walk much. Of, and everything, dude, I mean, he's he a phenomenal, it out of the park. It's a phenomenal performance. Like to the yeah. T. How he moved, how he's kind of bopped his head and moved his arms, like that is like theater at its highest yeah. degree. It's amazing. And yeah. for people to just don't get me wrong. There are things that I dislike. There are things that I dislike a lot. I'm not going to the creator to be like, hey, that thing you made sucks. Because I right. guarantee it's a you, waste of time. dude. I guarantee you so many people have never put themselves out there before. They've never right. made something and they're all of a sudden the experts of, of how this stuff goes. You right. know, it's like, you don't have to like everything, but you also don't have to be a dick about it. And, yeah. uh, dude, more power to Ahmed. I think he's showing real strength by doing this. I think, I can't imagine even going through all of this stuff. I, to- it's totally understandable why he would consider killing himself after this, after the entire world seemingly Isn't that so turned against sad? him. Dude, it really is. But Ugh. I'm so glad we have access to him now via social media mm-hmm. to tell him that he's loved, to let him yeah. know that like I understand these people are being horrible to you, but you are loved. Your performance was amazing, and regardless, we we cannot make you feel better because you just can't. Right. But we are here for you and uh dude i'm just i'm such a fan of that guy i think he's amazing and i'm excited yeah, for the just one really man show happy. yeah uh, yeah we're, we're just really
0: happy that he's like putting a story out there because i mean who knows like being so uh honest about this situation be- could be really helpful to other people that are going through the same thing whether it be in small situations like if you're being bullied at school or if like you're an outcast in your little circle of friends, or if you're a big star like Kelly Marie Tran now and people are hating you online. Like I just hope that, um, and I'm sure it will. I'm sure that this project will become something that inspires people.
1: Oh yeah. Um, and I just
0: hope that like everyone who supports him will actually go to his show. Like, I don't care where it is. I'll drive. Same. Like I'll drive as far as I need to, to go see this to same. support him. And Absolutely. Buy a ticket. And like, I'll buy 10 tickets and be like, all right, let's, let's all go, you know? Absolutely. So yeah, I'm just excited that he's doing this. And, uh, he, the video he posted today was really touching and kind of heartbreaking at the same time because he said that, you know, people have called him like a baby for, getting so emotional about how people's opinions affect him. And it's so easy to sit on the sidelines and say, oh, yeah, he is a baby because like suck it up, dude. Like you chose to put yourself in the spotlight. But no one expects backlash like that. You expect to have some internet trolls here and there, but no one expects like 98% backlash and hateful things to be said about you. That makes me after so After you mad. just landed a role in your dream job. You know, no dude, one signs up for that. It makes me
1: so mad when people are like, oh, you chose this. Uh, well you're also choosing yeah. to be a dick about it like you don't have to be yeah. mean that's the thing like you can yeah. dislike something but like okay simon Pegg uh, released a statement mm-hmm. like a couple weeks ago and i've never been I, I i like simon Pegg's movies i'm not gonna lie they they make me laugh mm-hmm. hot fuzz is great uh but he came out recently and he's like i didn't realize there was a person behind there you know he's like i thought jar jar mm-hmm. was just a fully cgi character and he actually right. was like, "Yeah, it's and a like, lot of I'm people sorry.
0: don't know that." Yeah, and
1: that's the thing is like, when he came out, he's like, "Oh wow, I feel really bad about this." And I was like, "Good yeah. for you, man." But to just continue to mm-hmm. double down, like, dude, go to a show. It, he's gonna he's gonna travel around. I'm sure it's gonna be great. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. It's gotta be tough too. Like I, I don't want to downplay that at all. Like you said, you know, he's showing emotion. He's showing hurt, and people are like, "Oh, you're being a baby." Like it's tough. It, yeah this is going to be the worst sentence I've ever said, but like sometimes in that arena, it's tough being a man because you're told you can't feel you're showed that if you show emotions it's weakness. Yeah, exactly. Like if you're crying and you're a man, like a lot of times it's like, dude, rub some dirt on it. It's fine. You know what I mean? Like that's the perception of, of how it has to be sometimes. And for him to come out like this, it's, it's huge. It's empowering. It is inspiring. And dude, I'm so excited to see his show.
0: Yeah, so we're we're really excited about that. We kind of debated about talking about it on the show because at first I was like, ooh, this is a really heavy topic. But I was like, you know what? We should support him. And we're just really excited to see what he does with this one-man show. I don't know how long it's going to take him to write it. We don't really have an idea of when it'll be done. But uh, you can find him on Twitter just at Ahmed Best. Mm-hmm. And he's been posting some updates here and there. Yeah, so, he's on YouTube yeah. where
1: he's talking about, he's doing a series called Field Notes where he's talking about the process mm-hmm. of writing this one-man show. And uh, definitely check it Did out. Did you
0: see in the intro, it said, Ahmed Best, field notes. And then the next slide said, I couldn't say Jar Jar. <laughs> like, I guess he's yeah. legally not allowed to say Jar Jar on this project. It, it's uh, crazy.
1: And but... he talked about how in, in life, Ugh. he couldn't... Like, he, not just legally, but he couldn't say the words Jar Jar because it brought up such horrible feelings. Because he tried to disassociate himself. Yeah, he himself. said
0: he would just call it the character. God, yeah. heartbreaking. Ugh, heartbreaking. It's nuts. It's nuts. But it's okay.
1: It's going to but... be fine. He's going to realize...
0: It's gonna gonna be like Hayden
1: Christensen at Celebration, man. Like everyone was like, "Oh, isn't that
0: disgusting?" Though, like how everyone is so crappy online, and then when you see him in person, it's like, "Oh my god, we love you." It's like just pick a side. So bad. But I'm glad Hayden
1: got to experience that. Be like, all that vitriol you've experienced is not real. It's not the majority. The real fans, I'm saying it, uh, aren't like that. You know, we're not looking for ways to take out whatever anger we have on a person who's providing entertainment, and
0: and we're not trying to pick a fight. I mean, we're, we're just here to enjoy this of. stuff. and talk. <laughs> I'm about picking a fight against
1: that. those people because Ahmed is my dude.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll fight yeah. them. <laughs> let's,
1: take, let's draw a line in the sand. Um, but it's going to be great, and I'm excited, yeah. and Ahmed is the best. Here yeah.
0: And speaking of Jar Jar and Ahmed and all that, we are going to be wrapping up prequel Defense Force Ooh, very soon, not ready. possibly next week. Yeah, we're we might have to do a two-part episode. <laughs> We've discussed this before where we might have to do like literally two episodes on Revenge of the Sith and just stop halfway between the movie and just pick up in the next episode be because we have so much to say. And I think Brian's going to take the reins on this I'm one. I'm driving, like, I've been guys. Typing up a lot of the Yeah, I've been typing up a lot of the show notes for the previous ones and like kind of leading those a little bit more, but I'm giving him full control of mm-hmm the Revenge of the Sith episode because that is his thing. And <laughs> and I, I want him to like... Go. <laughs> yeah, this is probably the worst decision of my life. All but, the, um. <laughs> it's been
1: fun knowing you guys.
0: <laughs> Bye. You're never going to listen to us again. It's, we're
1: going in, guys. We are going in.
0: It'll be fun. But yeah, we may have to do a two part <laughs> episode to so be prepared for that. I'm not even I'm not even trying That'd to be, be funny. Like of- this is real because I know
1: <laughs> it's like Brian's driving. So uh, this might be a two for a guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's just do a three part episode. <laughs> uh, it's just a lot. It's just going to be a lot of stuff to talk about, and I personally can't sit still for four hours, so we'll just have to do two, two-hour episodes, maybe two, three-hour episodes, whatever it's going to be. Four or
1: five-hour episodes. It's going to be great, guys. <laughs>
0: yeah, we'll just keep, we'll just do it two hours at a time, and we'll just keep talking for as long as we need to go, you know, in different episodes. If it's if it's a 10-hour show, we'll just have five sections. Challenge
1: accepted. No, I'm so yeah. excited it's going to be crazy.
0: Yeah, so that's uh that's coming soon. We'll we'll be doing that probably within mm-hmm. the next week. Um and then we did a little giveaway on our last show. We asked you guys to email us and we would select some people to win our prequel defense force stickers. Those people have been contacted. We are sending out your stickers tomorrow. And those people are Randy Hawkins, Jennifer Kindle, Jeremy Dentinger, Dentinger, I think that's how you say your last name, and Caitlin Pleasure. So all of you guys are getting stickers, and then all of our patrons on Patreon that subscribe to our $5 and up tier will also be getting the stickers. So look for those soon. I will be sending them out in the next day or two here. Um, and we're very excited about those stickers because we just want you guys to slap them everywhere. I'm going to send you a few so you yes. can share the love. Share the prequel, love. We should send one to Ahmed.
1: We should. You know what? We should.
0: Let's do it. And we'll just write him a letter that says we'll fight everyone for you. All of them. XOXO, the Dorky Diva Show.
1: That's right. I'm into it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that wraps up today's show. We just wanted to talk about the news before we dive into Revenge of the Sith because we had so much to talk about with like the Clone Wars and the new books and we didn't want to bog down our already 10 hour long show <laughs> with more stuff. <laughs> this is
1: true. This is true.
0: Yeah. So uh, Brian, where can we find you online?
1: You can find me online at Jedi Brian everywhere. Also the interesting podcast on iTunes. Um, you'll see it. A- cabbage cabbage with uh a cabbage, a cabbage. not a green not brain, a green brain. <laughs> i'm working on the rework all right we'll figure it out uh on itunes okay. Okay. lots of really good stuff coming there um yeah check it out i, I like he
0: has it. like a billion episodes in the bank to release yeah him.
1: The, let's put it this way when solo comes Literally out on blu-ray like Stuff's going down, and in the meantime, I got some. Pretty you should amazing just do guests. one big
0: release day and release like five podcasts, and then we can all binge listen to them and do nothing for that entire. I day. mean,
1: I don't tempt me. Do it. I might. And just, I don't.
0: That'd be so. I think great. it was either. And then just promote them, like you know, dude. Every was other it day.
1: was it March or July? One of the months this year, I doubled up and I released eight episodes in a month, and it was a lot of work.
0: So. And I had so much stuff to listen to, and now I'm just sitting here with like crickets in my ears. I know.
1: <laughs> Oh, oh, I
0: do want to shout out very quickly before I mention my social media. Um, our friends at Sky Talkers did a three-part series called By yes, George. And so it's good. literally just about George Lucas and his life and his journey as a filmmaker. And guys... It is so good, and if you like Star Wars or just enjoy George Lucas in general, or even if you don't really care for George Lucas, I think you could learn a lot in this series that would make you appreciate his work a lot more. Agreed. Um, and Charlotte and Caitlin just did a really great job with Dude. that uh, with that Dude. little series they did. So, can we
1: talk about just yeah. how great Sky Talkers is? Because they are th- guys. I think they're the most this articulate podcast, podcast is actually.
0: <laughs> Oh, I told someone, I did an interview yesterday, and I mentioned your podcast and their podcast. And I said that their podcast was the most intellectual Star Wars podcast I've ever put in my ears. Oh, hands down. It's so well done. 100% the best Star Wars podcast out there.
1: It really... I agree. 100%. No
0: competition. 100%. Yeah.
1: And and the, the idea that like the format... like, You can tell... It's almost like I don't want to use the word professional because that doesn't quite cover what they do. Oh, but it might be the most professional it's podcast. Beyond ever.
0: professional, like it's so yeah. good. And they they recently also just did an episode. I think it was last week about Ahsoka, like entirely about so- Ahsoka. And I had to drive from Portland to Seattle, which is like a three hour drive um, this weekend. And so I listened to that show on my way to seattle and my friend katie was with me and katie is a huge star wars fan as well Mm -hmm. we actually teared up during this ahsoka episode because it just summarized all of our feelings about that character and what she means to us and how like we kind of grew with ahsoka and then at the end of their episode they had previously asked fans to send them letters or audio files uh, kind of explaining what Ahsoka means to them as a fan, and they read every single fan letter that they received. It is Dude. insane. Like one lady named her child Ahsoka. Like what? she's pregnant and she's due like any day now, and her baby's name is going to be Ahsoka.
1: Dude, that's yeah. so cool.
0: Like that's how big of a deal that character is. Anyways, it's a great episode by Sky Talkers. Go look them up on iTunes, Sky Talkers podcast um we just love them so much and here's another sweet thing charlotte and caitlin are like actually the nicest people they really are in that so in great. the like entirety of the universe so i was i was like checking the mail yesterday and um some like the the mailman rung the doorbell so i went downstairs and grabbed packages and i had a couple of things that i had ordered and then there was this ginormous box And I had no idea where it was from, but it had my name on it. So I was like, well, I'm going to open it. (laughs) And Charlotte and Caitlin had sent me two framed photos from when we all went to the solo premiere in LA back in May. And they framed the picture of like all of us girls together and then the picture of me with Kathleen Kennedy. And they wrote the sweetest note about like, you know, what my friendship means to them and just like what a great day that was. And I – so I was doing my makeup yesterday when that package came <laughs> and I had to wash my face and do my makeup again because I was sobbing. Because I was <laughs> like, man, that's just such a sweet thought and like such a cool way to remember that day. Anyways, it Dude, was just – we love they, them. They are the Guys. Best. We love them so much. Yeah. So go, so go um, check them out. <laughs> so go check out Sky Talkers Pod. Um, the Dorky Diva Show is actually a fan podcast for Sky yeah, Talkers 100%. Pod. Yeah, so, <laughs> 100%.
1: We did yeah. a Clone Wars roundtable for the Forcecast. It was Ryan, Caitlin, and I. <laughs> And at the end, I was like, uh-huh. God, she's so much more articulate than I am. She's like, here's why Star Wars is the best, blah, blah. I'm like,
0: I gon I know. <laughs> I know. When I listen to their show, it's just like, I love you guys, but I also hate you a little bit because I don't even know how to talk <laughs> that way. I don't even Me know either. how to do that.
1: Nope. And it's nope. so hard they're to so describe great.
0: it to people. And I just say it's very intellectual. It's very intellectual. That's,
1: intellectual is a good word. That's all I say. Yeah, so I, they're so great. Yeah. So, so this has been the Sky Talkers appreciation. We'll put hour their the info in the stuff.
0: show notes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go follow them. Don't follow us. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, that's definitely a better I choice. do know their Twitter follow handle is
0: Sky Talkers Pod. And they're also on Instagram. Right. And they have a website it's just skytalkers.com. So go check that's them right. out.
1: That's right. Um,
0: but back to us.
1: <laughs> Um, what does it matter I know we're so unimportant (laughs) Um, (laughs) okay
0: Um, I quickly wanted to mention I recently changed my Twitter handle and my Instagram handle so Facebook you you can still find me at facebook.com slash the dorky diva on Twitter I am now at the dorky diva like I had to fight for that name because somebody already had it yeah you did so okay, Charlotte even helped me with that. So she's another reason why Sky Talkers is great. They're just freaking See, amazing just people. Keeps going. Um, and then on Instagram, I am at the Dorky Diva, but there are there are periods between the and dorky. So just if you search the Dorky Diva on Instagram, <laughs> you'll still find me um,
1: at the dot dorky dot diva.
0: Yeah, but it, someone already had that uh, handle with no dots and. They haven't even used their account in years. Anyways, couldn't their get that account. <laughs> but uh, you'll still find me if you search the Dorky Diva because I have been on Instagram way more than she has. So yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, go check us out on Facebook because we have the Dorky Diva Facebook group and we... Love seeing people promote their podcasts in that space and any cool projects that are working on that are related to Star Wars or pretty much anything sci-fi related. So come on over, request to join, we'll accept you, and you would like instantly have a little family. So... That's exciting. Um, yeah. If you need to contact us, you can contact us at dorkydivashow at gmail.com, and we'll get right back to you. And we wanted to say a special thank you to all of our patrons. That would be Alex, Amanda, Anthony, Ben, Brian, Chris, Daz, Daryl, Enrique, Florian, Jamie, Jen Marie, Jim, Kristen, Michael, Cherie, Tom, and Sherry. Thank you all so much for supporting us. It means the world. And if you want to check us out on Patreon, it's just patreon.com slash the Diva. Um, we would love to put out more content on Patreon. So as fall approaches, we're really hoping to maybe record some special shows for you guys. Um, time is usually just like bearer of bad news for us but uh even if we could record a few short shows we'd love to do that on patreon so if that's something you're into let us know um if you want to leave us an itunes review we would really appreciate that because it helps us become more discoverable in the itunes algorithm um yes and i think that's it right
1: i think so Go I check out so. Sky
0: Talkers podcast. Check out Sky Talkers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> how we'll and end with that, show
0: <laughs> with that may the force be with you.
1: May the force be with you. Especially Sky Talkers. I <laughs> <You> know. <laughs>